Welcome to the Secret Sauce Podcast. This is a show about relationships with staff, with students, with yourself, with building culture in your classroom, your school, your district, and becoming personally developed so that you can be professionally developed. Be sure and follow our podcast so you don't miss a show. And we're booking now for the 23-24 school year um, for any type of PD that you need, keynotes, seminars, workshops, just get in touch with me. I would love to come to your to your school, your district, and share the secret sauce with you. So let's jump right into the next episode. Here we go. Hey, welcome to episode number 32, Struggle to Strength. You know, I am excited and I'm really proud to share my new book with that title, Struggle to Strength. And I get asked a lot about what is your what is the secret sauce? What, what do you, when you talk about the secret sauce, what is that? And it's simple. It's your natural gifts and abilities, personally and professionally. And when you combine those things with your story and the power within your story, the lessons that you've learned through your story to move the needle with yourself personally and then with your staff or with your students or student athletes professionally, that is your secret sauce. And it takes your classroom, it takes your locker room, it takes your school community, it takes your personal life to a different next level because you're using the things that you were destined to do combined with the power of your story. And that's our secret sauce. And how you come to find that is through struggle. Through our struggles, we learn what our strengths are. And so I just want to share kind of an overview today, um, what's in the book. And you can find the book um, for a pre-order right now at kipshubert.com. It's K-I-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T.com. On that front page, it'll say buy book. Click on that book and you can pre-order it. And I can send you a personalized autograph copy because uh, you know that makes it <laughs> a lot more valuable, right? Um, but you can find it there. But I just want to kind of share with you this morning um, – with my listeners, with the world, what struggle to strength is and is all about. You know, it's like, so how do you, how do you learn to use those struggles, that adversity that you face throughout your lifetime to become a strength, to become an advantage for you? And the first thing you have to understand is what your why is. And I personally am, am kind of over that word. I think it's been overused. It's become cliche, but I don't know how else to state it, but we have to understand what our why is. And for me as a teacher and an educator and as a coach is to lead and love young people and staff to believe and discover that they are the greatest miracle in the world. But for the longest time, I did not have any clue of what my why was. I thought that everything I did was to to serve me instead of me serving others. Whether I was doing things professionally through through education or, or on the soccer field, all of it was to to glorify and edify me because my life was all about me. And at 46 years old, I ended up in a rehab facility uh, for alcoholism. And when I learned that I lost custody of my uh, five-year-old daughter at the time, that was rock bottom for me. 
I'd already lost my home. I was homeless. I'd lost my car. The only thing I had left was her and my teaching certificate. And when I lost her, I was ready to end my life and commit suicide. But before I left rehab, and that was my plan, I walked by this chapel and I remember sitting down on a bench there in the front row of this chapel and just staring at the the crucifix of Jesus on the wall. And I began to cry. And I think 25 years of just guilt, shame, resentment, anger, you know, insecurity, fear, all just poured out of me in that chapel as I was all alone. And as I cried and cried and cried, I was able to say just one word, and it was help. And immediately, I felt this warm sensation under my arms kind of pick me up. And I heard this voice in my head that said, you are the greatest miracle in the world. But it's not about you. It's about what you have, that secret sauce, and about giving it to others. And at that time, it was for my little girl, Camden. And so that was the first time that I started to understand what my why was. And the biggest lesson was, it wasn't about me. My why wasn't to be a teacher or educator. That was what I did. It wasn't to give them knowledge about U.S. history or Western Hemisphere geography or or soccer or how to play the game. That was how I did it. My why was to lead and to love other people, to believe and discover that they were the greatest miracle in the world, to give that gift away that was given to me on that front row of the chapel that evening in that rehab facility. So you've got to figure out what your why is. And your why is simply just, again, your abilities, your natural gifts and abilities that you were given at birth. And some some maybe that you've acquired since then. Combine with what you're passionate about, what moves you to emotion. And you put those two things together to help people. That's your why. Second thing to get you started in understanding how to take struggles to strength is gratitude. We have to live in an air of gratitude. When we do, we are able to see the good and not the bad. It doesn't mean that the bad doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that the bad doesn't affect us. It doesn't mean that we don't get knocked off track or, or, or feel distracted because of it, because we do. But when you're living in gratitude, you're able to navigate through those things because you can see those rainbows at the end of those storms. So every morning, uh, I've made a habit the last nine years of my recovery from alcoholism, and I do this every single morning as I write down five things that I'm grateful for. And it's made a huge difference in how I see things as I go about my day. It doesn't mean I don't have bad days. I do. It doesn't mean I don't get negative at times because I do. But I'm always able to reflect and remember that there's so much more good in my life than there is bad. And there's so much more to be thankful and grateful for than to complain about. And the last thing in understanding how to take struggles of strength is you have to have healthy, good, quality relationships around you. You have to have mentors. You have to have coaches. You have to have friends 
that are positive and to help you see that greatness that is within you. We rise by lifting others. And so again, it's important to, to be able to, to work your way and what kind of what the, how the, what the book talks about is finding out what that why is, understanding gratitude and how to use it, and the importance of relationships that help you to, to get your eyes open to seeing the strengths that come from your struggles. You know, I also share in the book about finding out who you really are. And I remember when I was drinking every single day, I mean, I was a professional alcoholic. And the things that I was doing to my children, to the people that I thought I cared about or loved and the people that I did love and care about, I would look in the mirror and I would just say, who am I really? Kip, who, what are you doing to yourself? Who are you? And I had no idea who I was. I didn't know what my dreams were. I didn't know what my passions were. I had no idea why I even mattered, why my life was important. I had no idea why I even existed, what my dreams were. I had, I had lost it all because I had focused solely on why I wasn't getting the things that I thought I should get. Everything had become about me. And I could not see the benefits and everything good around me. I could not see that even the things and the, the mighty struggles that I was going through at the time weren't there to serve me. They were there to develop and define me and to create in me that passion to serve others. And I do an activity in class every single year, and it's um, talking about kids. What do you What do you dream when you grow up? I want to become, and they and they finish the sentence. It's about their dreams and and their passions. Seventy five percent. Hear me again. Seventy five percent of kids, every single year for the last twenty years. And I did this even before I was in recovery. Seventy five percent of kids answer in these five categories celebrity or professional athlete anything dealing with the law or politics first responders military engineering or like public services like as far as like uh, police or fire or fbi or, or swat and some of those are kind of are are, are interconnected 75% of every single class, kids will say that their dream is to become something in one of those five categories. And so I ask the kids when we get through, and I tell them that, that we're going to get 75%. It happens every time, and usually it's higher. Usually it's around 80. And when we get to the end of it, I ask them, is this really your dream? Or is this just what you've been told and heard and seen your entire life that means status, that means money, that means success? Is that why you answered the way you answered? I'm not saying that those five categories are not their dreams or are not your dream is what I tell them. I'm not saying that that's not your dream. But is it really? Is it really what you hope and dream to become? Or is it just what you've always heard 
that's what you're supposed to become. And they really begin to think, and these are middle school kids, 13, 14 years old. They really begin to think, and they start to come to the conclusion that a lot of it's just what they've heard and what they've been told and what they think is successful. And they really start to share some of the things that they're passionate about that they want to do. And so, again, I think a lot of us are really confused about who we are. And so I think in the book, I share things about how you find yourself again. And so, again, I just think it's a, a great read for those of you who are maybe at a crossroads with who you are right now, how you got to where you are and and to where you want to go. And the book brings you clarity to answer those questions. Another thing the book addresses is once you understand what your why is and you begin to get a grasp on who you are and where you want to go, how do you keep climbing when you hit that those adversities, when you hit that fear, because when you hit those struggles, because you're going to get them. Life is cruel that way. They don't end. They're going to keep smacking you in the face the rest of your life. And I don't say that to be a negative. I say that so we can be aware and we can embrace the struggles because we know in the struggles is where we grow. It's where we find our strengths. And so the book talks about acceptance, being able to, being able to understand that you only control what you can control. It also talks about being committed and being consistent because there's a difference. You know, back in that chapel in rehab, I became committed to being sober. I became committed to getting back into my daughter's life and into making a difference with my own. But how I got to where I am today was through consistency because commitment gets us started, but consistency is what gets us to the finish line. And then you have to embrace being uncomfortable. Being in a struggle is not comfortable. And most people avoid the struggle. I tried to avoid it in, the, in, the, in a bottle of booze for a long time in my life. That's why I drank, to avoid the adversity and struggle and all the obstacles in my life that we all face. I reacted and responded with alcohol. But if you'll just embrace the fact that in that uncomfortableness, in that struggle, if you'll just keep climbing, you're going to be taught a lesson about your strengths. You're going to be shown something else in your arsenal, in your toolbox, in your weaponry that you can use to relay to kids in the classroom, to kids on an athletic field, to your staff in your building that will help them grow and get through their struggles and turn them into strengths as well. And the last thing I talk about is, is power of choice in the book. Or one of the, not the last thing, I guess, but one of the things. And I think power of choice is our greatest superpower. We get to choose each day how we approach and attack that day. Every morning I wake up and my feet hit the floor, I say, I get to. No matter how badly I want to say, I have to. And it's become a habit. And I choose to begin to focus the beginning of each day on having a strong mindset. Mindset is everything. If I believe and speak and listen to things that talk about my struggles turning into my strengths, then that is what will happen. 
if I believe and speak and listen to things that's just about struggle, I'm going to stay in that struggle. And our mindset is everything in embracing and encountering and navigating and traversing those struggles for strength. You know, my wife uh, was diagnosed five, six years ago with an incurable blood cancer called Waldenstrom's microbilemia. It's a blood cancer. It's very rare. She sees a specialist for it, one of the world-renowned specialists that they have in Denver, Colorado. And she's in remission right now. But I remember, you know, she was going in for a routine physical. Her blood proteins were high. They said, come back in a month. It's probably just your diet. She comes back in a month. They're even higher. They give her a number to call. She calls it and they answer St. Francis Hospital Oncology Department. It sent, sent her into shock. And it did me, so I, I can't imagine the feelings that were going through her at the time. And as I begin to think, okay, God, why? I've done all this to get to this point, and I found this woman, and my life is finally where I dreamed it could be. And now this? And I was instantly, instantly reminded that, once again, Kip, it's not about you. And my wife could see that I was struggling, yet she was the one that had this cancer that's going to kill her. And she looked at me and she said, Kip, I will live and I will not die. And every single day since then, that is how she's approached her life. Knowing that she has a cancer inside of her that at some, at some point is going to come back and at some point is going to take her. Yet she approaches each day with I will live and I will not die. What a mindset. What a blessing for me to be married to her. What a lesson for me to see every single day that when she's dealing with life and death and I'm just dealing with school board issues or district issues or student behavior issues or, you know, whatever. She's saying I will live and I will not die. And it puts in perspective for me, my mindset, that if she can do it with what she's facing, then I can do it with what my life gives me. And so that's just kind of a, an overview of, of the book. It's really just an autobiographical story of, of my life and the struggles that I faced and how I've learned to take those struggles and turn them into strengths, lessons that I use with my natural gifts and abilities to just build relationships and connect with kids and connect with staff to make a difference, to move the needle not just professionally, not just with data, not just with test scores, not just with the things that we need to, to show that we're achieving in a school community, but as people with character, with integrity, with strengths that can get out and become game changers for other people. That's my legacy. The things that I've endured, the things that I've faced in my life, only mean something if I use that struggle to strength that I've learned in those situations to empower other people. That is why I share my story. That is why I have this podcast. That is why I wrote that book. And so I really hope that you search it out. 
Uh, again, you can find the book on at kipschubert.com. There's a, a button there on the very first page when you open that uh, website. It says buy book. You can get a pre-ordered copy. I'd love to sign it and personalize it for you and send it to you because we are better together. We must connect. We must form good relationships. That's the foundation of what we do as educators. We must take those natural gifts and abilities that we've developed and we've been given at birth. Combine those with the power within our stories because it doesn't, you, you didn't have to go to rehab. You didn't have to have cancer to have a powerful story. Whatever your story is, it's powerful. It matters. And you may say to yourself, well, Kip, my, my adversity, my struggle isn't like yours. It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. It doesn't matter what your struggle has been. Your struggle is your Mount Everest. And when we learn to, to keep climbing, we, we make it to the summit. There's going to be more. But we just keep going. Because we know that's where our superpower, our superpowers lie in those struggles. We find them. And then we either model or relay those lessons in what we do as educators to leave a legacy and become game changers for people's lives. So again, all my listeners out there, I think this book is special. And not just because I wrote it, but I think it will unlock in you and empower you with the ability to take all your struggles and turn them into strengths so that you too can leave a legacy and make a difference in those people around you. You can find it at www.kipschubert.com. I hope that you get it. I'd love for you to read it. I'd love for you to pass it along. And if I can come to your school, your district, your community, and share with your staff, share with your student body about Struggle to Strength and the Secret Sauce, Please look me up, send me a message, send me an email, teamshoe at kipshubert.com. I would love to come and just empower your people so together we can make a difference and we can change the world. Thanks for listening to episode number 32, Struggle to Strength. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. Hey, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. Let's connect and impact lives together. Leave me a comment on this episode or find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at The Secret Sauce with Kip Schubert. We would be honored if you would share this episode on your social media. Continue to share your story. It matters. Reach back over that mountain. Every educator, every student needs to feel loved, heard, and valued. So dish out that secret sauce and be that Sherpa to guide others to the summit. Till next time, let's stay all in and all together.